I welcome you back to another study in God's Word as we are continuing and finishing this week our series of studies on choices that make a difference, choices that help us grow and become like Christ. And today I want to talk about choosing to believe God and really it's just really choosing to believe, to really trust Him, to really have faith. And if you ask the question, what does God really want from us? It's really simple, and we miss it so often and complicate it more often. God just wants to be believed. He just wants us to believe what he says, take him at his word, and trust him. The one thing that keeps God from working most in our lives is the sin of unbelief. Jesus could do no mighty works in his hometown of Nazareth because of their unbelief. So I ask you the simple question, do you believe God? You say, of course I do. And I say the same thing, but do we really? Do we believe what he says? Because the Bible says, according to your faith, so it will be unto you. So your life today can be measured by your willingness to believe God, to trust him. I want us to look at a man who believed God. His name was Abraham. In Genesis 15, 6, the Bible says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him as righteousness. In other words, because he really trusted God, because he really put his faith in God, God said, okay, I'm going to count you as one of mine. I'm going to declare you righteous. And Abraham's name is mentioned 64 times in the New Testament. So I think the Bible declares him to be a man worth studying, a man worth looking at. He's called the father of the faithful. Paul, in his letter to the Roman Christians, uses Abraham as an example of what genuine faith and real believing is and how he can choose to believe like that. I want to read from the fourth chapter of Romans, beginning at verse 16 and reading down to the end of the chapter. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so it may be by grace, and it may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakness, weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words it was credited to him were written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness, for us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was delivered over 
to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Now let's examine those verses for a few minutes and, and let's look at uh, what genuine faith is and how we can choose to really trust and believe God. I think genuine faith always starts with God and his word to us. So many times we think faith begins with us. You know, if I could just have enough faith, then I could step out and do that. If I just have enough faith, I could experience that. But no, it's, it's not how much faith we have. It's where we put our faith. And, and when we respond to what God is doing, that's when faith is realized. So it begins with him. It's produced by him. It's not something we work up. It's not something we can make happen. So notice faith begins with God, not us. God's re- God reveals first his promises and himself to us. Now you say, well, if that's true, I don't have anything to do. Yes, you do. You see, as you read God's word, as you hear God's word taught, you know what the promises are. You know what God says, and then you're obligated to believe what he says or to reject what he says. So our responsibility, the Bible says, is faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you hear God's word and you hear truth or you read truth, then you and I are responsible to respond to that truth. Faith without God's truth would be presumption. See, Abraham believed God. Why? Because God had revealed himself to Abraham and told him who he was, and Abraham responded to that by trusting God and believing what God said. Also, faith grows as our knowledge of God grows. As we get to know God better and we get to know his word better, then our faith can grow because we can believe what God says. See, God told Abraham the kind of God he was and that his descendants would be numberless, that he was going to be the father of a great nation. Now, those are facts that God gave to Abraham. God said, this is true. This is what's going to happen. And, and Abraham could either reject that or believe that. And he believed that. You see, he also came to see that God is, he's the God who gives life to the dead. He makes dead people come to life, and he brings life out of death. And he does that today because when you were not a believer and I was not a believer, we were, the Bible says, dead in our trespasses and sins. We were dead toward God. And God reached out to touch us, and we responded to that touch. And that's where our faith came in. Our faith responded to God. God started it. We responded to it. He's also the God who calls into being. The scripture says that which does not exist. He can bring something out of nothing. You see, that's what he did in creation. He, he created something out of nothing. And he can produce that in us. He can create out of our, our weakness, his strength, out of our failure, his victory. And in me and myself is no good thing. But in him, there is everything necessary to make life worth living and make life special. So genuine faith then always starts with God and his word. So what is our responsibility then? Our responsibility is to hear the word preached every time we can and study it every time we can, read the word on a regular basis. And as we read the word on a regular basis, we will discover what God can do. We can discover what his promises are. We will discover how he is able to work beyond anything we could ask or think. We will, be, we will begin to step out, and, and we'll take just a few promises at first. You see, the first promise you took was that if you repented of your sins and trusted him as your Lord and Savior, that he would forgive you and come into your life 
and become your Lord and Savior. And you did that if you're a child of God and you became a part of his family and you trusted him. And, and so you, you believed God's word enough to act on it. And that's what we have to do on a daily basis is believe it that much. So let's do that today. Do that first thing. Start with God by knowing that your job is to go to the word, to see the words, what the word says, and believe it. Have a great day.